Let's dig through the mud together. We're so glad you're here. Join us here each week for Mudlark. But da 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 da. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Danny Boltz, and I am so glad you're here. I started Mudlark because I believe with every ounce of who I am that our stories are what connect us, especially like the hard, sticky, challenging parts of them. And that's just what we do here. But today is a little bit lighter than it often is. I'm kidding. There's always like a lot of humor woven into the show and just lots of sweet inspirational things but truly we do talk about some hard things you guys know this if you've been here for a while but today I am getting us prepped for 2020 and I'm doing that by sharing with you what I'm personally doing to just really set myself up for a really magical and aligned year ahead And I just really hope that you're able to draw inspiration from my plan of action and make your own plan. Because of course, like always, like my life is going to look very different than yours. Yours is going to look so uniquely your own. And before we hop into it, I wanted to just do a little recap of the holiday. It was really, really wonderful. I know you, you heard a little bit in like last week's episode about me facing something I was really afraid of. I went and taught one of my spoon craving classes at a place that kind of had some ghosts from my past and I just leaned into it and I had the most magical experience. It was so healing to just go to those places that feel a little haunting um, and write a new story. So that happened And the holiday was great. It was just hi, the kids and I. And we just hung out at the house. We woke up. I woke up at 4 a.m. I'm like a six-year-old on Christmas. I just get really excited. And especially so this year. So I got up before everyone. Got a fire going. Had candles everywhere. Got some coffee going. And I stepped outside to go grab some wood. And it was fucking snowing and I mean you're probably thinking that northwest Montana is like just dumped with snow at this time this year is super peculiar and there was like hardly any snow at all and to wake up to that was just blissful and the best and so my birthday is actually two days after Christmas so I just celebrated my 30th birthday and experienced my first surprise party. The thing with this is, is I knew a little bit. I knew that my best friend Jess was scheming something for me. And I know this because months ago we had a conversation. I was like, I've never had any kind of like surprise party. I don't even know if I like that. You know, I'm so controlling by nature. And she's like, I'm going to do something for you. And that's all I knew. That was literally all I knew. I knew her and my husband have been planning it for a few months and the morning of my birthday we woke up in Montana and I literally didn't know where we were going he's like we're just gonna get in the car it's gonna be about the same length of time from like our house here to our house back in Oregon 
and that's all you get to know. So I didn't know who might be there. I didn't know where we were going. And it was, I did such a good job because like, as I just said, I am pretty controlling by nature and that comes from my childhood and always feeling like I needed to be in control and like I always had to take care of myself and so in moments where I'm like hands off it just can be really hard and like scary for me but he did a really good job as just like filling the day with just softness and coziness and he wrote me a really beautiful poem and he does that every year for my birthday and it wasn't until we actually got there. So what we did is we went up to the most beautiful little cabin up near Rainier, Mount Rainier, and practically all of my best friends were there. <laughs> there were a couple missing just because they have babies or they were just busy, but there were almost all of the people that I love with every ounce of myself and they scared the shit out of me at this gas station and then yeah we went back to the cozy cabin and had an amazing dinner and there was like a hot tub there and twinkly lights it was just the best but I had a horrific panic attack like that night and it was a mix of like lack of sleep just from over the holidays and also that control piece like it was really scary to me to be driven somewhere I didn't know where I was going and it was really scary to me to like not know if I packed everything and it was just really intense and so I like woke up in the middle of the night like I could hardly breathe and I like shook high my husband and I was like I just told him I was like I think I'm dying and I couldn't and he, he's been with me through the few panic attacks that I've had. And he just asked me, he's like, or he told me, he said, you need to breathe into your belly. And he like put his hand on my stomach and like was breathing with me. He was so sweet, even though he was like half asleep. Um, and we like opened up the door because it was really hot in there. And I slowly like was able to come to again. But it was just really intense and it really like it was jarring because I'm like, look at this amazing thing that just happened for me. Why can't I just be like a normal person and just enjoy it and be chill as fuck and relaxed? And I instantly, which was new for me, was able to give myself so much grace and love. I like laid in bed, one hand on my heart and one on my belly and just like breathed and just said you're doing so well and it's okay like no wonder you were anxious tomorrow's gonna be so calm and you know where you are and you know who's here you know there's food that's always like a fear I'm like am I gonna starve <laughs> that's like the seven in me I just need to be surrounded by food all the time but anyway so the trip started a little rough but it was magical so relaxing gotta pull cards and play games and we went and hiked up on the mountain it was just really really beautiful and I'm just so happy to be 30 you guys 30 feels good it just it's felt so sweet to kind of recap my 20s and just be excited for this new decade and this everything everything's changing 2020 being 30 uh, I'm just looking forward to everything so I want to kind of just start with 
a little bit of a year in review. I think when we are setting ourselves up for a new year, it's so important to just kind of look back. Like, what have I done? What have been these kind of highlight moments? What are what have been what have I overcame in the year instead of just jumping onto the next and trying to call in more? When I look back at this whole year, I'm like, holy shit. A year ago, we didn't even live in Oregon. We were just still back in Montana, like trying to figure it out how I could find community, how I could find the connections that I was craving, how I could grow our business to the extent that I wanted to in such a rural town. And so in this last year, in 2020, we made our move back to Oregon. We actually moved back here on New Year's Eve. So a year ago today, we moved back here. And not only did we just find a spot for us to park our Airstream, which was the original manifestation of, I just want a place for us to park the Airstream, full hookups, and it can be semi-long-term. But we found this incredible family in the most kismet way. And we built our now current rental on their property, on their dime. They were looking to add um, some more portals for income. I know I've talked about this on the show before, but if you're new, it's just kind of a unique situation. Um, But my husband, he can build homes. He built our home in Montana. And I'm definitely more of like the designer. I have that eye. And we together were able to design this house for them and build it and live in it. And it is only temporary. We're going to be moving this year, but it's been just fucking wild. It's been so cool to see this manifestation come through in an even bigger, more magical way. Um, We expanded our business, Honeysuckle and Mud, to huge measures that I did not even expect. Um, We started our second Airbnb, which is the Cozy Roller. We started renting out the Airstream that we were originally planning on just living in. And it was booked entirely all last summer. It was such a good financial summer for us with our rentals. And the Montana house was booked through. Uh, This year, we had multiple retreats at the house, our own retreats, and other people booked the house for the retreat, which is what we are working towards. And it's happening. Yeah, so we built this house. We, yeah, just really kind of dialed in our business and what we wanted what we were initially like wanting for our business completely like surpassed us like we did so much more um we started teaching our spoon carving classes and now that's such a huge portal for us we do them every month we haven't missed a month since we began i guess there was one month in summer it was like august that we didn't but other than that one to two classes a month and it's just been so well received Uh, I personally have shifted some people-pleasing patterns I didn't even realize I was still doing, but I was doing that by just overextending myself or kind of staying past an expiration point. Like my own soul was like, leave. Um, But like my pattern wanted to stay and I was able to shift it and go. And I'm just so proud of myself. Um, Definitely shifted my money story this year. We mentioned that in our last episode of like navigating your 20s. Um, But yeah, shifting my money story was huge. You'll hear me talk about money quite a bit and work because that's been such a huge story for me to rewrite. And 
I, even though I'm still kind of at the beginning phase of that, I'm really proud of myself for how much I've shifted. Um, I really am excited that I ended the year with receiving more and doing so even with my birthday surprise. I mean, no wonder I had an anxiety attack. Receiving is one of my biggest blocks. Receiving in love, receiving in money, receiving in every possible way. It is hard for me. And it's something that I am really excited to be opening to, opening myself to. And it just feels very good. Um, the last thing this I'm like, I wrote out a little list of what I wanted to talk about. And like, if anyone took hold of this sheet of paper, they'd be like, this chick crazy. Um, but like the last thing that I'm like really proud of myself for from this last year is I stopped like stalking people from my past online and we all do it, right? I mean, there's like, we break up with someone or there's a friend breakup, but you still like plug in and like check in. And I was doing that with like a handful of people from my past because I was like obsessed with it and kind of obsessed with what they were doing. And what I was doing with that is energetically not closing off the relationship. So I had, I'd say probably five or so people, a couple exes, a few friends that I just would continue to like check in on. And I would just say, I just care that they're doing well. Like I just want them to be doing well, but that's not true. I mean, I do, but there was like some really unhealthy patterns going on. I was staying plugged in because I was afraid to fully cut it off. And if it has felt really good to not only stop doing that, but to block those people that I was tempted to go and look at because I needed that. I needed that extra, I don't know, barrier, energetic barrier. And it's so crazy that once I stopped doing that, how much more abundance started to flow into my life. Really healthy friendships, cozy relationships. It's the medicine I needed. And I'm just really proud of myself for stopping that because <laughs> it was sick. And, um, I also don't want you to feel like I'm shaming you if you do that. I think it's really normal and natural and it's just good to be aware of the patterns we have. So how to step into 2020 with grace and excitement. This is really what I want to talk to you guys about today. And I'm just going to share with you the things that I am personally doing. I mean, so much of this podcast is from personal experience, what has worked for me, um, sharing that in hopes that it just really inspires you to maybe take one or two of these things that I'm doing and leave the rest or take them all, whatever feels right. But the first thing that I wanted to offer up is writing a letter to yourself and just reflect on how well you did in 2019. You know, I'm the queen of moving goalposts. So it's like I manifest one thing and then rather than just like soaking in that, I kind of move to the next pretty instantaneously. And I don't think that's horrible by any means. I think it's kind of the human condition just to kind of have this moving goalposts kind of pattern. Um, but within this type of reflection and just taking time to notice, I believe we can really start to harness the courage to just keep moving forward. And I'm going to read my letter to myself, to you. It's it's quick, it's short, um, but it really, I, I got into a really higher vibe energy when I was writing this. It was very, 
Very sweet. So I just started it 2019. You did so well. Broke through so many limiting beliefs and so many patterns you were stuck in. You cultivated community and friendships in the most beautiful and sincere way. You gave so much of yourself freely. And finally, at the very, very end, you opened your big juicy heart up to receiving the love and abundance that's been trying to flow into you the whole time. You fed your body well and took notice on when you would numb out. And even when you would numb, you gave yourself love and grace, which is the number one most important thing you can do for yourself. You cared so much. You created so big and loud and unapologetically. You shined. You always shine. You leaned into the scary moments and you just did so well. You taught so many people the tools to tap into themselves and your light brought them so much healing and infinite and prof- so much healing, infinite and profound. You are special and how you show others how special they are. You are a gift, you are magic, you are everything. <laughs> and if you've never written a letter to yourself, this might have sounded a little crazy town. Um but I'm just I do this really often. It's so comforting to talk to myself in a way that I would talk to someone I love. And I do love myself and it's taken a long time and some days I don't fully love myself, but writing these letters can be a really profound way to reconnect to your truest self. So I invite you to do that before the new year. And the next one, define your values. When you're wanting to live from your truest self, you have to get clear on what your values are. My top three values are freedom, comfort, creativity. And yours are going to look completely your own. I'd love to hear what you end up discovering. But yours could look like family or food or travel. What are the top three things that like kind of like motivators in your life? Like what are the things that you require to feel so good? Um, Some questions to journal out or just simply ask yourself like, what areas of my life reflect my values? So once you get clear on what those values are, you got to get clear on what areas of your life are reflecting those. Does that make sense? And then also getting clear on what areas of my life do not reflect my values. One way to get like super clear on your values or to figure out what your perfect day would even look like. Uh, a while back, I recorded a solo episode. I believe it was episode five. And it's titled Raising Your Self-Worth and Creating Your Perfect Day. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but there's a meditation woven through that episode. And it's just really helpful to gain clarity on what the perfect day looks like for you because it's from that place that you can get much more clear on what you actually value in your life. So I loved that meditation because it really took, I went back and redid it and it just took me through a day and my day consisted of just waking up without my alarm, you know, getting up and having tea before my coffee and then having coffee and being flowy and moving and having time to create and paint a little bit before I jumped into my free, very free um, schedule. My, I love to be able to go work at a coffee shop for a few hours and then I love to come home and maybe go for a walk. Like it, my perfect day carried my current top three values, creativity, comfort, and freedom. So 
go back and do that. Listen to that episode after this one and let me know what comes up for you. Um, the next one would be to stay in your lane and keep your blinders on. I've been talking about this with some of my closest friends. This is really vital and it's just so easy for us to see other people being what we view as successful and then we start to alter our own life to look like theirs when in reality it isn't authentically aligned with our truest self and who we are and some ways to do this is stop looking at the people on Instagram that trigger the fuck out of you and I don't mean like ignore the trigger I don't mean be like Ooh, that makes me feel weird. I'm never going to think about it again. Like definitely pay attention to what feels like a trigger because there's something to learn. But if you find yourself just obsessing over what another person is doing and you're feeling jealous or envious and you just are constantly comparing yourself to them, stop following them. Like knock it off right now. Like stop it. Clear out your entire Instagram before the new year. Because I want you, every time you look at your phone, when you go to Instagram, I want it to be incredibly inspiring and happy and just a perfect curation of the things that bring you joy. Like if you looked at my Instagram, all you would see are saunas, design, nature, and like the people I love the most. I mean, really, like that's what I am following. And everything else is gone. And I need to do another sweep through um, before the new year because like it's kind of sick. And I'd like to change this also with the new year. But, you know, when you meet someone, it's pretty quick that you're like, oh, are you on Instagram instead of like getting their number? And then even though you think that person is wonderful, you're like following all these people that you met once and they don't necessarily bring you the type of inspiration you need to curate the life you want. Um, so it's like, no offense, like, I think you're wonderful, but that's where you can have their phone number and not be looking at shit that doesn't need to be in your brain or in your peripherals even. So yeah, it's really important to just clean it out and it can like constantly check in and don't just blindly scroll. Don't just look at things that don't spark something exciting within you. Um, next one. Revisit why you're doing what you're doing and don't be afraid to shift. I'm going to give you my big example. Teaching yoga. (laughs) It's like the first time I've really talked about it um, outside of just my closest circle. But yoga has been like the only constant in my life since my early 20s. And I've really identified with being a yoga teacher. And it wasn't until our trip back to Montana where I started to look at this in a new way and just seeing it for what it actually is. So what do I feel? Why am I teaching yoga? I have a fairly full schedule right now. Why am I doing that? What do I get out of that? I currently have one class that I really look forward to going to. I get, I look forward to the people that are there. I look forward to being in that space, I look forward to really talking to people and connecting and laughing. And other than that, with a handful of my other classes, 
And this is absolutely not talking bad about like the students. I love all of my students. Um, It's more about, I'm not excited anymore. I don't feel excited going to teach yoga like I used to. Yoga will always be a part of my own personal life and my practice. However, my offerings in the world and what I help other people do has very little to do with the actual asana of yoga. So the actual physical postures. When I think of like warrior one and warrior two and humble warrior and all of these things, it's like I'm kind of bored <laughs> with it. I, I've i never fully connected to like the physical postures of yoga. I think they're beautiful. I I understand the health benefits. I understand how anatomically our body needs yoga and I always want to practice yoga but when I think of what I am putting into the world and what I'm bringing and what I am teaching there's so much more and so many other ways I want to be infusing my message with a physical practice and I've been feeling this like especially when I'm out in nature like when I was hiking with my friends on a mountain um, for my birthday I was like I want to be doing more of this I want to be taking people outside in nature and infusing my messages here because if any of you have taken my yoga class, you know it's so much about really, I mean, it is connecting to the body and it is all about just understanding our truest self even more. And this year, I am going to be clearing my schedule almost completely because it doesn't fit in with my values. Freedom. When I'm constantly connected to a weekly class, it really limits the f- my number one value, which is freedom. So for right now, it's going to be like a kind of slowly easing out because I'm afraid still. I'm still scared to make this shift because it's something I've known for so long and I've identified with so long. So I'm going to be graceful with myself and move slowly. And I don't want any of you who are my students to be like, fuck, she's gone. Like, I I don't want you to worry because I'm still going to be offering things. I just need to create space to understand what that thing is. So revisit why you're doing what you're doing and don't be afraid to shift. I'm still afraid to shift, but I'm doing it anyways. So we can do this together. And I'd love to talk to you more about what you're looking to shift. The next thing, figure out what you'd like to call in for 2020 and write it out. Get clear. Make sure that what you're calling in lives within your values. And it's like, I want to know, like, how are you creating space for these things that you want? And that's what I feel like with my yoga shift. I'm creating space for a new practice. I'm creating space for something brand new. I might not even know what it exists yet, but I would never have the space for it if I didn't remove something that wasn't a hundred, which is yoga for me right now. The next thing I want you to do is... Write a list. Get clear on what you are wanting to bring in with this new year. Any of you who have been on the show know that I really, really like lists. They're such a huge part of my manifestation practice. But I want you to just make sure that what you are calling in 
lives within your values, which we just discussed. So get clear on your values, then write a list. I am going to be sharing my list on the Instagram at Danny Bolts um, the day that this comes out. So I think it'd be really fun if you guys sent me your list or tagged me in the stories at Danny Bolts and I will share it through my page because it's just so fun to see what everyone is wanting to bring in for the new year. And there is something about really speaking that out into the world, sharing that with others that can just like really enhance the whole manifestation process and get us really excited. I love sharing with you guys what I'm bringing in because it's so cool that when it comes in, I get to share that too. So share it with me. Um, Next thing, super simple, um, tangible, actionable today. Do it. Get clean. Get organized. I'm cleaning the fuck out of my car because I spend so much time driving back and forth from Oregon to Montana for my business and I just need my car to feel cozy and welcoming and getting the oil changed and just having it be this vessel that really works for me and is a pleasant place to be. So cleaning out the car, I'm cleaning our linens, I'm getting the house feeling really just clear and good for this new year, creating space for some of the material items I'm calling in for the year um, by getting rid of the stuff I don't like. And I just think getting the home, getting our spaces, getting our work, getting our phone, getting our wallets, all of these things clean really creates space for what we are wanting to bring in. Um, lastly, take time for your body and your heart. This is huge for me. And this is really related to me shifting a bit out of yoga teaching is I've been so focused on teaching other people body work and teaching other people breath work. And I really need to get back to giving to myself in this way. I love movement. I love connecting to my body and I love exerting myself and I'm going to make it a daily practice to move my body in an intentional way. Today, my my practice, I call it my listening practice. Instead of like going to work out or go to the gym, it's like as cheesy as it sounds, I call it my listening practice, listening to my body, feeding my body, giving my body the things that it is asking for. Our bodies are directly connected to our heart and If we are having a hard time understanding what our intuition wants, we need to make more time for listening, for being in our bodies, for doing things that connect us deeper to our bodies, these vessels that communicate to us what our intuition needs and wants and requires to live in its truest self. So this year I am so focused on body work and not just like getting to my fittest most like badass version of self but really dedicating each day to listening to my body so I offer that up I hope that you can take something away from that or take something from any of the things that I said even one thing um, and I'd love to hear how you are getting yourself ready for this new year I'm really excited I'm really excited for our first few months of the podcast and I'm so unbelievably excited to bring you incredible guests in 2020. The show's going to continue to evolve and grow along with us. You know, we're always going to be changing. The show is always going to be changing. 
but I'm just really excited to expand the community here, expand the message, and just continue to grow with you. So as always, if you have not rated or reviewed the show, please do. Sharing the show is a huge way to get it out into more ears and more hearts. And it just means the world to me. So please do that. Head over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and I would just give you the biggest hug over this recording. That's so weird. I'm delirious. I need another cup of coffee. I love you so freaking much. Bye.